It is the Daily Talk Show and it is Friday the 9th of February and I wanted to apologise for yesterday <laughs> saying happy Wednesday and talking about Wednesday. Yeah, when it was Thursday. And it was really annoying because you had said that you'd been listening back to the podcast yeah. and it pisses you off that we spend the first... 15 seconds of every podcast talking about the number. Which this is what we do. Listen, we can say the number of the podcast because I think it's like mile, setting milestones. Okay. But the day, whatever. If you're tuning in next week, it's all good. So we're going to stop saying what day it is. But what I think is that most people who are listening to this podcast are listening to it daily. Okay. And they like the idea of, oh, I'm listening to Tommy and Josh and this right. is their thoughts Before from we go today. Any further, Say the day, say the number of the podcast, say the date, and move on. Okay. Not the weather. Well, the, I was just going to say... conversations. I, okay. We've, we, I think we talked about on this. It's like people who just go into talking about random shit. Well, we're, we're talking so much louder already because we're fucking high on chocolate. <laughs> we just ate a bunch of really great chocolate. Yeah, so Brie works at a, a chocolate company called Hey Tiger. Yeah, and my biggest concern was we've been friends the whole time she's been working there... And I've re- hardly eaten any of the chocolate. So I'm going, where's this chocolate? You work for a chocolate company? And so they haven't officially... <coughs> Fuck, I've got some chilli ones really good. Uh, the- <laughs> that sounded so fake, but he actually just ate some chocolate. Yeah, anyway. <coughs> the um, Maybe they need to tweak that recipe because I'm done. <laughs> no, it's, it was delicious. The uh, Yeah, so the point being that Bree's been doing a shoot. They haven't officially launched, but they've been shooting mm. all of the products. So the kitchen's been busy making it all. So Man, highs from let's just I don't want to take it away from these free plugs yeah. for businesses, but man, coffee. unless they do a PO box thing, <laughs> PO <laughs> box four hundred Abbotsford Victoria three zero six seven. We're a bit excited plugs. for the Friday. We were a bit high, but my my high from coffee nowadays is like I feel it. It's like I get, it's almost like a rush in the morning. Yeah, I don't think that I'm aware enough or I wasn't aware enough that I was doing it. But the other day I had a meeting with a client that had a long black. I feel like when I have a long black, mm, I bullets, really, really gun feel powder. it. Yeah. I get real like, I get too probably Gary V. If people <laughs> who know Gary V, I start you like getting like, you know, people need to be doing this. And this is the thing about the industry and A, B and C <laughs> and like, all right. Have you got a bit, like, I'll say shit, like, have you got a pen and paper? I'm going to write down the next seven steps of what you need to do. I did that to you yesterday. Man, I tell you what, for any of my friends, you were one of the best at dishing out advice. And, like, and it's not even advice, like, unsolicited advice. It's, like, the thing I'm struggling with, you come in and fucking, you basically solved it. Mm. But then it's, like, doing that for yourself is one of the hardest things to uh, possibly I think, do. I think trying to... Uh, I find it very easy to look inside and be able to sort something out. I think I'm getting better at doing mm. the other piece. I think that the other part of it is obviously I'm not doing the work. I don't yeah. think what I... Like strategic thinking is important and it's a piece that most people don't have. But the thing that's going to make your idea pop and what we spoke about and what we built yesterday for you, that's going to really take place when... You actually do it and you have your first sale and all that sort of thing. It's consultants. It's, I had a, I used to train, personal train, an old school accountant. Yeah. Who was just like telling me, he's like, oh, consultants. It's like, they do nothing, charge a lot of money and come in. They do, but they just are telling someone what to do, but not having to get into the nitty gritty of it. So it's quite easy seeing it. And it's, I think it is probably from your point. But this is the difference, I think, of what I'm doing. So, there's this obvious advice that 
is a bit rah-rah and it's uh, it's talking about stuff about mindset and all that yeah, sort of yeah. thing. And what I really love is, and what we did it is it's like, well, what does that mean? If you would actually do that, if you actually to implement some sort of strategy of things that you're, what if we were, what we basically did yesterday was a fucking to-do list of everything mm. that you need to now do to be able to make it happen. Um, yeah, I think that shit's fun. So you're wearing headphones. Yeah. I'm, I'm not. You got one ear off. Mm-hmm. Kind of ditch them, but I have I told you about the time that I was driving down the highway and I saw that this fucking dude driving along, laughing his ass off, eating a bowl of cereal with a spoon, like a legit full bowl cereal, and he had noise cancelling headphones on in the car. Was it a did you bump it? Was it a TAC ad? (laughs) He was just listening to obviously a podcast is something funny. Listening to us, maybe if you are tackling his head off. PO box four hundred. And then yesterday I saw another person noise cancelling headphones while driving. Yeah, nah. Shouldn't do that. I feel even weird having my wireless AirPods in. Mm. But um I saw a guy doing a getting trained by a person at the gym yesterday and he was wearing headphones in both ears while being trained by a trainer it's a bit off isn't it it's like when i go up to order a coffee i feel the need to take one ear Earpod, even though even though yeah even though it's not going to really make a difference but it just seems like the visual cue that i actually respect you and don't i'm not a fucking tosser and i was thinking about talking this on the way here this morning and I was looking... How long was your drive? How long is, does it take to go from St Kilda to Collingwood? Uh, 30 minutes max. Some, uh, yeah. Sometimes more. It depends it's when I leave. It's like you leave five minutes later, it could be 40. Yeah. But this morning, it was only 25. Uh-huh. And I'm going along, dropped my wife off at work and tram pulled up next to me. Yeah. Absolutely everybody on the trams on their headphones, with their headphones. It, it, How many you, wireless? I didn't see a great deal of earpods. AirPods. AirPods. Yeah. <laughs> AirPods are just the non-wireless version. So yeah, okay. it, it's one of their products. So I didn't see yeah, I didn't see many people. But it's this we we really I mean this is we're creating podcasts that usually will be listened to through some sort of earphone device. Yeah. <laughs> the way you're saying it's so alien. Yeah, because you're, you're going to be I listening think it is, to I feel this. like there has been a real shift in the last 3 4 years yeah. into just head Everyone wearing headphones. Well, I Everyone think, blocking out the world. I think that what it is, is it's personal entertainment. Yeah. So... Uh, it's white noise, really. I mean... Well, yeah, it's a noise. It's And it's going to probably have... People seem to focus on the issue that's going to come out of these types mm. of things. I think part of the issues is not being able to be alone in our own thoughts. We constantly need fucking Joe Rogan or Josh and Tommy entertaining us with these fucking monkeys that can't just turn off. So yeah. I think that's part of it. But the other part is it's like freedom in choice and it's on demand, right? You think yeah. about it. It's like it was if we go back 10 years it was like if you're watching tv everyone has to be into the same thing mm. where brie will be watching fucking uh married at first sight and i'll have my air i'll be lying down with her with my like legs on her and we'll be she'll be watching tv and this is like a traditional you know 10 years ago sitting on the couch but the difference is that she's watching one thing and i've got my airpods in and i'm listening to something that's not going to fucking rot my brain yeah. to the to the core Fuck, you're a romantic modern day couple aren't you <laughs> you really are you two you and your girlfriend brie yeah so engaged technologically yeah <laughs> it is it's like 
in just like the kid, well, we've got fine friends. Yeah, you, you and you I know have where fine each friends. Other, yeah, do you, you and Amy have fine yeah, friends? It's awesome. Yeah. It's great. It's on uh, on iPhones. You can turn it on so you can just track where your friend is. Yeah, all the time. Mm-hmm. And I, do, it's amazing with Amy when she's in a cab. It's like uh, I, I last night she was on her way home, and I just made sure it, she was okay. Yeah, she was on the way. You need to. I feel like the only thing is you need to be quite good friends because I had cases where i just had fucking every man and his dog on there yeah that's and then weird. as i started being like oh, i don't really care yeah, I about think these person. barriers are really uh low at the start but then they people start understanding okay then no that's weird well so i think that an equivalent is do i do you know where i think all this social network stuff is going where hashtag futurist uh it's all going to be instant messaging I'll tell you why. Instant messaging. Instant messaging. So voice? it's like WhatsApp. No, like WhatsApp, uh, all of these things. And maybe it's already fucking happened. Mm. But people don't want to. And it, like people have friended so many people. They've followed so many people that they've got. And the reality is that the person that I cared about, you know, 10 years ago, I don't care about necessarily as much now. And the stuff that I want to share is only really relevant to the people who I'm connected with day to day. Yeah. And direct messages and doing the, the the chat stuff seems to play into that. Do you have any uh, group chats? Do you do group mm. chats with anyone? No. Oh, yeah, yeah. On Telegram. It's just with a couple of boys, but no, not oh, really. Telegram. I haven't, I haven't got into it. It's only because they all use Telegram. And so I just download it. And it's it a group that. chat. Yeah, it's a group what chat. What sort of stuff do you talk about? Oh, it's just bullshit memes and stuff getting sent through, like yeah. funny videos. And But uh, did I tell you when I was in Tel Aviv, mm-hmm. Israel, I was trying to work out for the fucking life of me why everyone was just holding the phone to their mouth, like upside down. It looked like they were just like taking a voice memo. They're all fucking spies there, aren't they? That's <laughs> no. Turns out they use WhatsApp and there's the, the audio record that you just record a piece of audio. Yeah. And everyone's not talking. And th- th- when we were there... And they'd have headphones, right? Or no? Oh, uh, no. How do they the, play them, them back? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe they do have headphones. I yeah. guess you got to. Otherwise, it's loud. Well, what they probably do is they have headphones without a mic port and that's why they're bringing it up to there. Yeah, So they've yeah. got some nice fucking fancy headphones. And, yeah. talking. But it's really, really popular over there. Voice is big. Yeah. And I've got some friends here... You, the, all within the Jewish Jewish community that like go over to Israel because it's yeah. the motherland uh-huh. and <laughs> they get into it. I got a I got a voice memo from my mate's wife, and I was like f- taken back. I was like, "Fucking, this is weird." Yeah, yeah? this voice memo thing. <laughs> it's hey gonna- guys, it's it's Sam. Blah blah blah, and we were like, but it made sense when we went over to their wedding in Israel and yeah. seeing everyone doing it there. Yeah. But I think it's cool. I adaption. think Tony Robbins does that rather than email. Tony Robbins? Yeah, he'll send attachments. So I think he's probably got like an EA or whatever who sends his emails. Yeah. But if the EA might say, just got an email from Tommy Jacket. He's saying, hey, mate, will you come on the Daily Talk Show? I'm a Melbourne fan, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And he'll be like, okay, yeah, press record. Tommy, it's... Jo- oh, I'm doing Arnold Schwarzenegger. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy, get into the job. <laughs> no, but he'll... He'll say blah 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 talk, and then they'll fucking attach it. It's a good idea. It's personal. I like it. Well, I you think would like that more if you got that from Tony Robbins versus a fucking email. You'd be pretty pumped. Oh mate, it's those little one percenters that it's like sending someone a video thing. Should you. we start doing that? Should we only start talking through? Vo- I think it's going to annoy the fuck out of Bree if it's like, 
Um, no, she'll be watching Married at First Sight and you'll have your ear pods in. Yeah, but I'll be saying, you know, good night, love you. And then she'll be like, to me. Oh, good night. And she's like, I'm no. talking to Tommy. <laughs> I, I do love audio and it's like Gary V's fucking banging on about and voices the new. Yeah, Gary V. And the, you know what's fucking funny about Gary V? All these people who are just discovering it, like people who I saw on my Insta story. Some fucking person who Brie used to work with, who we're friends with, and she's like, just got my book, like crushing it. I'm like, this is, fu- it's so yeah, what, weird. Tell us what the, because you come into these people very early. <laughs> yeah. You, you, I'm a pre- premature on the, <laughs> yes, exactly. When did you first find Gary V? What year? 2006. Fuck, that's like yeah. start of his yeah. inception. It was like 2006 maybe 2007 and didn't you send him an email yeah I sent him an email you saw me go to my laptop as if I was going to go through it yeah I sent him an email and that was probably 2011 or 2010 that would have been 2010 and I said hey if you if you need any videos done into, I know that um, you know Victoria and South Australia have great wines if you ever need any video content let me know I never heard back from him I don't think but he would always write back on Twitter yeah. And the thing was that he he hasn't changed that, but like where he has changed. So he's this entrepreneur dude who has Vayner Media and he's built a career of talking about uh, technology. And so the thing is he had a... Um, uh, his parents or dad had a business called Wine Library mm. uh, in on the East Coast in the US. It was a wine business and then he created Wine Library TV. Yeah, so well, he created... Uh, wine library the the website yeah like so for online stores and like an online store and all that sort of thing and obviously i wasn't connected into that at all but the thing was that he uh he started wine library tv which was like his video podcast Mm. and because the thing was when podcasting started he was using a service called vidler so he was putting all of his money on this uh, service called Vidler and I know that I've been mentioning Matt Diavella on every single episode <laughs> and I do have a mention of him he was actually and he's the guy who directed Minimalism he Minimalist? Minimalism can never fucking remember Minimalism, Minimalism. Netflix doco uh, he actually worked he was a freelancer for Vidler and Vidler was like a competitor to YouTube and Vimeo and the interesting thing was that from the get go you could um, leave a comment and it was time code specific so imagine yeah. like Frame.io or Whipster these video services that allow clients to comment on specific bits yeah. that's what the comments were so you could be watching a video and you would see pop ups where people were commenting and and uh, all of Gary's videos were on Vidler and that's how I consumed his content ah. but he the, re- the way that I found him was uh same with Tim Ferriss. All of these guys would go to South by Southwest and I would consume all of the content from In South sure, by Southwest. In short, what is South by Southwest? South by Southwest started off as a music festival in Austin, Texas. Yeah, I thought that. And it has, beca- it has become the biggest sort of culture festival. And one, in the biggest area, I think now, or the one that's probably gets geeks the most excited is they've got like a tech stream so it's like a few Mm. days of the latest in it would be everything from vr to social networks to podcasting video all of that stuff and i went there two years ago i think what time of year is it uh it's march 
January, February, March. Fuck, I would love to go. Yeah, Let's go. It's fucking great. The thing is, so I remember I, uh, it'd be fucking amazing. The th- it gets so expensive from a, I remember we were staying at like a fairly shitty hotel. It was 300 a night. Yeah. Um, and you have to book. go fund me. Can we do a yeah, go fund me? Go fund Josh and been, Tommy to South by Southwest. There's been lesser reasons <laughs> for people setting up go fund me's, but the um, oh, it's fucking great. It's like you have barbecue every day, like that's amazing. On that. and it was like um, and the interesting thing is that it's uh, everything. It's all of the uh, the buildings and stuff, hotels, everything are all taken up by the festival mm. and um. Yeah, so it's just like you ha- you have, and that's where Tim Ferriss got sort of his name. So when the yeah. four hour work week came out, this would have been like oh seven maybe, and he was out there. And the thing was podcasting. I think it was oh four or oh five. The name actually came from a guy named Adam Curry, who's like an MTV jockey dude. Yeah. Uh, and what pod? Do you know what podcasting actually is? Podcasting, casting, sending out something. Do you know what like the actual technical? What's the no. difference? And this is what people don't really know, right? They think of a podcast as it's audio. Yeah, uh, they ha- they had audio. You had MP3s. You could fucking download stuff on from servers, all that sort of thing. Podcasting is the technology of using an RSS feed uh. to subscribe to something so what it is is it's like with a blog you know you can subscribe to a blog and you can uh you can get updates you can have an rss reader that reads this feed and so anytime that a new blog post comes from any people that you follow it's like the og of fucking social networks yeah it's all it's that's a pretty common there'd probably be people who have lost you then you could look at it like this if you use the podcast app through Apple and you hit subscribe, that's just serving as a RSS feed, uh, a it's way a feed. to yeah, access a RSS feed. So it's, it's just sending you exactly. now, when you subscribe to the Daily Talk Show, yeah. it will send you our RSS feed. And these proprietary, so iTunes have their specific ones where they're like, you attach within the audio file some metadata so that it can actually display correctly. So that's yeah. how it knows where the fucking title goes and all that sort of thing. And so podcasting is really that standard. And iTunes... And so I was listening to podcasts. So it was about 04. And, so um, early. You would How old were you, bro? Uh, I was 14. And, and what I would do... And there was... I remember the app that Struggling I used... Struggling to get um, 56K out in Beric. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was like... The internet wasn't too bad, but I remember I would... No, uh, mate, it was it's pre- still shit. It's pretty slow. It's pretty slow. <laughs> the thing is, those fuckers are getting NBN before most of these yeah, metro yeah. places. Anyway, the... Um, I was just... I remember I was blown away because one of the first... Anytime these new technologies pop up, it always niches early on mm-hmm. to talking... Like podcasts, when podcasts first launch, it would be people talking about podcasts and it would be technology and it would be reused radio shows that were tech-specific because fucking... Yeah. When all of this happened, Oz Stereos of the world and shit, they're like... They were pushing back. They weren't putting their shit on there to start so with, right? Funny. And so, but there was a guy in California who had a show. Uh, he had a pot. He had a podcast called This Week in Tech, which he started just when all of this podcasting stuff came on. His name's Leo Laporte, and I would listen to him, and he would have a Sunday. 
a Sunday show, a technology show called The Tech Guy. It was like an AM, imagine like 3AW. Trevor Long, if anyone knows who Trevor Long is, Trevor Long is like the Australian Leo Laporte. He's really sort of built up that thing, which is like people asking tech questions. And I would just fucking love, I remember being like, vividly remember the chills that I would get. And so fucking nerdy. I'd be awake at like 2 a.m. and I've got like my iPod classic, like I got like the white iPod. Yeah, old school. And it's and I would, you know, you plug it in via Firewire, download the podcast onto the iPod. And I remember just listening to the tech guy who's speaking to all these people in California about their tech problems. And I always just thought this was the fucking coolest thing ever. And I remember, and the thing was that it's so funny seeing now because it's all ebbing and flowing and now fucking po- serial comes out and podcasting is big again. And, and yeah. it's that was about the most boring story you've ever told in this podcast. <laughs> I got really bored Did you really? midway through it. I tuned I want, out. I that's tuned okay. out. But I, uh, this is... <laughs> now bring you back to something I'm more interested in. You went on a rant. The sugar fucking kicked in. Extra gear. You're on to exactly. level four of your speedo. Could have gone to six. And Fuck, you, that do you know what we fucking do? Do you know what we do? Every fucking time after we do this podcast, I zoom out and look at the waveform. <laughs> and we have two tracks. One's Tommy and one's mine. <laughs> and I always get fucking annoyed that you just see like these huge chunks yeah. where I've just gone off. I'm just going to pull you up. There is something in finding things first that people love claiming yeah. and i even told you yesterday one of our avid listeners b mac yeah one of my good mates who i met in shepparton he's like i don't you know the term futurist i think is a yeah. bit fucking fluffy yeah he's he's got onto some seriously early days music talent yeah and that have just gone on to blow up like he, he's either just got that sound he knows kind of what's What's going to work? He's coming in the up. scene. He's he's yeah. He's got a lot of context right. around it. Yeah, but like this, he's got so many photos from him with you know DJ Snake, who's huge. You don't know him, but he's massive. Yeah, like so long ago, just like them hanging out because he went down to Melbourne to see him at this tiny gig with twenty thirty people, and now he could sell out shows in Melbourne with his eyes closed. So it's but uh, but I even like telling the story because I feel like I'm getting something out of. <laughs> Him, I saw him first. Well, people like feel like it rubs off on them more that it's like it's an identity thing, right? It's the same as with Bitcoin. What I find interesting is these things are getting shorter and shorter. So the if, lifespan of it, yeah, in the yeah, sense of like so 2014, quick. like oh man, you were talking about fucking Bitcoin in 2013 yeah. or 2014. Fuck, just think if you'd invest. Yeah. And the thing is, it's like, mate, you didn't, you didn't invest. You saw it, and you know what? Know, the, the, it stings even more. It stings even more. Yeah, really. It's that whole thing. I've got a fucking post-it note. Knowing isn't doing. So listening, and and so it's about. I think that an interesting mindset is changing from being a consumer and being like, how can I create? And the thing was that the reason that podcasting went the way it did with me which is like not really much, like just a bit of a consumer, did mm. some podcasts, was because I was only 14 years old, right? I'm so like, young, man. I didn't really have anything to I say. weed. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> the, uh, last very short story on this, like Apple, that you know how they've got iLife, where they've got all their, their products. So, no. you know, iPhoto and um, all of oh, that. iCloud, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, yeah. So yeah. iPhoto and all of that used to be... Um, called iLife and it used to be or sorry iWork and it was like an extension you'd have to pay a bit more and they had a product called iWeb which where you'd be able to build your own website 
uh, all of this shit doesn't exist anymore, but uh, iWeb would allow you to create a podcast really easy. So I remember yeah. 05, 06 having, hey, it's the Josh Jansen show. And it's like, I'm fucking 15. What the fuck am I going to be? I'd be like, ah. Oh, so, so what's the difference in the success of these people? Joe Rogan talking about this yesterday on his podcast. Just like, he's like, I'm not doing anything different than most people out there. I'm talking, I'm having conversations and I just sit down with people it's a time it's timing there's there's I mean it's the perfect storm of everything yeah. right because there's a million talented people out there with the funniest podcast ever but no connection there's a swell there's a groundswell you know the people start talking have you seen Joe Rogan you heard Joe Rogan and it's just like snowballs it's it's a phenomenon because we haven't seen it like this in and this space at this scale the other weird thing is that so podcasting with the democratization of all of this stuff and it's a fancy way of saying now fucking anyone can do it right the interesting thing is that when you were say when you were in radio you would go and you would start at a junior sort of level Mm. and then you would have shit shows and you'd work it out and then one day you're hoping that you'd get on a metro station be in melbourne or something like that the thing the weirdness of it is we're on the exact same platform as Joe Rogan, the yeah. same platform as Russell Brand, the same platform as Hamish and Andy, yeah. the same and the same platform as the fucking boring dude who is creating the the worst podcast in the world somewhere in the somewhere. Yeah. And the thing is that we're all on the same platform. So the weirdness is, you don't have this. There's no like all of with the democratization of all of this stuff it gets a bit hard so we don't you don't really have the excuses you just need to do and it's well because there's nothing to say that you're spending money on developing your intro for your podcast and high production value and getting a good studio is going to bring the success because there's look at how easy we do it and we sit down with two mics worth 150 bucks each yeah and it sounds amazing. We just pump it out. And so there's no exact formula for the success in this space. And we're trying to hack it a bit, but we're only doing this because we like it. Yeah. But the downloads we're getting from this, maybe it's because of the consistency that we're putting them out. It's getting rewarded by the platform. Yeah. And I think the other thing too, like we don't have... Sorry, I'm just looking out the window. There's this guy struggling so hard. Oh, fuck. With a, Two it's dogs. A, it's a bike with a thing on the front of it, like a... Uh, I'm trying to zoom in to get a photo. It's a bike with a box on the front that's carrying two of these big-ass dogs. That's funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking a video right now. I wish I could zoom. I love audio, though. I was thinking yesterday, it's, it's like video takes a lot longer to... Say if I have an idea yeah. and I want to get to work straight away, mm. there's a few more barriers than like this. I can tell you a story. You know, oh, like, audio is so fucking easy. You could yeah. do a podcast and it would sound fine and it's on your phone. Yeah. And that is as much of an opportunity as it is a threat. Yeah. In the sense of it's a threat to our identity. It's a threat to to our, uh, our excuses. It's mm. a threat to the fact that I can only do it when I have this or when I have that. And it's like the thing is that the the 1DX that I've got sitting here, my new camera that I bought. $8,000 for the body that nothing else that camera is would be considered you know the best camera for youtube in the world mm. so the best youtubers the, the SLR, people yeah. the people who are doing the best stuff 
as a vlogger, as a lifestyle thing, is probably using something like this. Yeah. So there's this weirdness of it's not like, oh, we need this big fucking crew. Or that, like, this is it. I've yeah. got all the tools. I've got the... I've got no excuses now. Mm. And so that is very confronting for a lot of people. Uh, and I've always... For me, I've made all those excuses and, I, and I've bought the gear. Yeah. And it's like, you can really say to yourself these excuses, but if the excuse is I don't have the gear, go fucking buy the gear if you can afford it because then that excuse is gone. Do you know what? I watch think out you do- that you don't use it again. Yeah, I think that it's... Uh, if there's barriers and all that sort of thing and you can alleviate them, if mm, that's what's going to be the fucking barrier might as well get rid of it but i bought the domain name make more stuff.com i like it make more stuff and i've got the intro chapter like so you know i like fucking going on 10 can i read it i know you want to but you're you've fucking oh, yeah, spoken for about 45 the, minutes on this podcast uh, man that's that annoys me i wish i didn't <laughs> no, but, uh, i think it you, is the thing is i want you to read it but i know that you're gonna fuck it no up i won't fuck it i'm okay. good at reading okay so treat it like an audio book okay Okay. Awesome. So this is so what what is this? Tell me what this is. So this is the intro to like imagine like Steal Like an Artist, that Austin Cleon book. Yeah. Similar style. And this and what I was thinking is each page could have a way of getting around a creative block or like a way it. of um, a question that you can ask to try and feed creativity. So this is the first uh, This is like the first page. Opener of the Opener. Book. Yeah. And you want to write a book. Yeah. You've been talking about it a lot and I hope you do. Okay. I don't know. Like, I feel like I even struggled reading it because of my handwriting and how I structured it. But there you go. Make more stuff. Wait, so read it as if you are on Audible. So I want you to say, make more stuff written by Josh Jansen or by Josh Jansen. Josh used to do this with Harpers school kids to get them over to read his scripts that he had put together. That's totally true, right? Yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah, I just guessed that. I didn't do that now. I don't do that now. <laughs> so, hey, kids, come over right. and read a this script. This is an audible book. This is a free first few pages of Josh's new book. Let me just do the very intro. This is Audible. <laughs> Random House Audio presents... Make More Stuff, written by Josh Jansen. Spoken by Tommy Jacket. What are you waiting for? The stars to align, the perfect opportunity, maybe the perfect friend to collaborate with, the right weather, the right mood, or just the right idea. What if you stopped waiting? What if you set out to make more stuff? Not perfect stuff or good stuff, just stuff. Maybe you think there's enough stuff already in the world, and if you're going to make stuff, it better be the best stuff out there. Yeah, that's enough. Uh, like so, but There's more. I say I stuff. Well, yeah, the, the, then I go off a tangent. So I'm st- still trying to work it out. But yeah, it's... Well, I, th- I think it's like you... Between us, I don't know how interesting this is to other people, but I think there's probably a lot of people who do it or have mates that do it. You, you get started on a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I think there's so much opportunity in what you do because the the people out there who are doing it have just followed through a bit mm. a, co- a couple more times than you yeah. <laughs> chat themselves and, and <laughs> in this metaphor shitting yourself is success yeah <laughs> man if only I lived in a world where shitting yourself was the success <laughs> point I'd be fucking Richard Branson <laughs> the um, yeah it's uh, it's interesting creativity isn't easy but I think that it's what inspires not, you is seeing fucking people who are who have less opportunity, less skill, less talent, less fucking all of those things, and have just done it. Yeah, 
That's pretty. What what inspires you? Do you think? Oh, I just it's me. It's like it's so uncomfortable. Creativity and making is not a nice process and nice feeling always. And there's a lot of the uncomfortableness within it. And it's like I I like to struggle. I think I've said that. I mm. feel it. It's like it's like this hustle for me is you know feeling and thinking about this constantly and sort of seeing it come to fruition and driving down the road after having put in all this work for this video and just having a rush before i've put it out yeah it's like a drug yeah i think that's and it's a slow burn it's like i think about a painter takes weeks to make something yeah months and I could imagine it's like you think that's going to be fucking roses the whole time, smelling like roses the whole time, fun, no. dancing around. It's like there's times that you don't want to make shit. And I think that is, what inspires me is what is the construction of it and the other side of it. But then also I think I'm just a sucker for that stuff. Yeah. And I've found something that I can invest a lot of my time. It's like I'm a bit ADD and it's like when I am sitting down to edit, it's like it goes. It's almost like cathartic. It's like a meditation. Be like someone who loves running and loves the feeling of all the pain associated with running. And that's why they are a runner, is all those elements. Because a marathon runner doesn't fucking feel comfortable the whole way through the race, that's for sure. It's definitely a paradox. It's this idea of pain. This pain that I'm feeling is actually mm. going to be good. That... And that's even these things around freedom and stuff like parameters are sometimes the best thing that we have mm. because we know what game we're playing. It's the difference between having, I guess, like a soccer field with, you know, goals and just being like being able to, you can kick the ball anywhere. Mm. The and game makes yeah. it the fun bit because otherwise you've got, if you, if, there, if there's no, like you can't define success if you don't have parameters. Yeah. And then the success is pretty rewarding you know being um, i guess seen by others to be succeeding like there's all this you know there's micro micro elements of success that make up the big picture so yeah. it's like that is one bit the driving home is one bit it's like and i think when one's outweighed when it's you're when doing it's too it because much you about want, other people yeah because you want other people to pat you on the back pat you on the back yeah it's like i want to be famous you ain't going to be famous you might but you need the skill you need the thing that's going to make you famous first yeah and the other thing too like think about this podcast at the beginning yeah the what i like about the fact we haven't gone out with it in a real public way is that we're not relying on any positive feedback yeah and even there might be some negative feedback where it's like in fact that what the fuck is that josh josh jansen about and the thing is that you can just keep going and keep going and being mm. you and being and and then it fucking works out and yeah. it's like it's it's not being married to any feedback good or bad mm. it is what it is yeah and you just keep on going i think we give each other feedback constantly yeah. and that's the thing like if you have the real people that are really close to you to to do it yeah. that are actually making it yeah there's more weight in it it's funny like most of the successful people the men and women, Brene Brown, uh, you know Russell, Russell Brand. We all look to our partners and yeah. the ones we love. It's like they're the actual biggest influences of most of the content I create. I make yeah. a video, show Amy. She's like, nah. I'm like, yeah, you're right. I've got to get rid of that bit. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like she's not a video person. Yeah. But I she trust her you. opinion. Yeah. And then it like goes out to the world and people say whatever they do. Yeah. I've almost been challenging 
the feedback of others. So, f- for instance, the O-Bike one, my most successful video to date, attention-wise, yeah. view-wise, I made that. And you were a part of that process. Yeah. I was editing, shot it all in a day, edited in a day, and put it out in the same day. Yeah, it was great. And I put it out, and it was about 3 minutes 30. Mm-hmm. It seems long, yeah, for a social media yeah. video. And I gave it to, I sent it to Jules Lund, uh-huh. who I value his opinion um, in this space massively because he's had the experience. And he said to me, you got to cut it down. you got to put it out there. You know, it can't be that long. And I thought, fucking why not? Yeah. Why can't it be that long? Yeah. And I put it out there that long and it was the best video I've ever fucking made. Well, we're all guessing and we're all hypothesizing yeah. and Jules is t- taking on his... The radio stuff he's taking on. And the other thing too is it's like... it's There's... For every rule, there's like a counter yeah. to that rule. And so it's so instinctual. It's about you determining... Like you looking at every case and making a call on it. Yeah. You can have a system where I don't create any videos longer than two minutes. And that might work for you as a strategy. There's a guy, but, One Minute Docos. He's super famous yeah. for it. And you can, you can definitely do that. But there's also... I think there's something beautiful and artistic about saying, you know what? Fuck the algorithm. Fuck what we're told that we need to do. This is is solid content. Because if I was to look at every one of my successes in the video space, all the videos over three minutes. Yeah. All of them. And it probably comes down to the idea of each one of them, but it's three minutes long. Yeah. And that's why I love this podcast is because we can go on and you can expand on a thought that leads you to another and the thing with this podcast is I don't really know what success looks like, which is quite yeah. strange. There's not like well, a money's really... Money's always been the reward, the success. You know, yeah. like radio industry, you get the high paying job. You get a job and get 50 grand like me. Yeah. Fuck all money for what you're doing. And then you get the metro job, like a fee fee box, probably over yeah. half a million bucks. Yeah. And so you, that equates to success for a lot of people. But for this, it's like, would you... I don't know. It's a flow-on effect from everything. What's well, a people that you, we're creating something that's missing in the world, and if you think about it, I don't know many other people who are who are doing this. Who is doing a daily, every weekday show that is fucking honest, that isn't centered around a radio show that's you know that has its limitations. And that isn't revolving around a guest or being too... Like, I even think about, like, Joe Rogan and and all that sort of thing. He's... I feel like there's an expectation of the types of content that he's producing. I feel like we're playing in a a little bit, like... Joe Rogan is aspirational and he's got all these big world-class people on. But sometimes it's fucking nice to... um, just listen in on people who are fucking just like you or people who are like maybe you're in fucking Japan listening to us and you're like, <laughs> I just, I feel like every time I listen to this podcast, I'm in a fucking cafe in Melbourne yeah. and I'm listening to these two drongos. What does drongos mean? Drongos. I don't know. Just like a drongo idiot, bogan. Yeah. Who knows? A couple of drongos chatting. Because, I mean, if we were as successful as Joe Rogan, we could have Jamie pull it up. <laughs> Have some guy yeah, would have. just googling it for us. What does Drongo mean? I wonder. Um, yeah, I mean, but it doesn't matter. I guess the greatness of this whole space 
is that if you can go into it truly feeling like you don't give a shit where it goes, it's like, mate, I'm literally, I'm doing a $50,000 job because I was once paid $50,000 for a year yeah. to do exactly what we're doing. Yeah. If, if I'm doing it for free. If a brand came to us and asked us to do this, it'd be a different story, right? Yeah. And so I think that that's, if, if you take anything from this conversation, if anyone takes anything, it's like, yeah, there's always going to be reasons why you, you won't do something. There's there's no money in it. There's no, like, but if it's something that's in your heart that you want to do, like, we can get super ambitious to the point where everything needs to be fucking have a KPI yeah. and that needs to be connected into some success metric. What about just like fucking having fun? And what I think I've said this to you before, it sort of feels like this is something that Josh as a 16 year old would do, right? We came yeah. with his mate, but the thing is that, I, uh, it's just this play. It's we're having fun. We're being playful. Yeah. We're not giving a fuck. And I think that that's exciting. Yeah. And it beats like potentially if if we were given a show on radio. Oh, no. What I'd that would do. struggle yeah. to do that stuff again. When it's, yeah, it's so refreshing having conversations about whatever you want, whenever you want with the person you want yeah not the person you're assigned yeah it has a time and place but I think this is the space I just want to tell you a quick story before we finish off mm-hmm. I become more emotional as a man that's got a child okay I had this moment yesterday fuck it was so good and this is what it's like you'll never understand until you have a kid and I hope you do one day because it was the well, fucking best thing well I sort of have a kid <laughs> you're not my son's father I'm his second dad. We've said this. <laughs> yeah, Josh asked me yesterday, if Bo, if you and Amy die, would you be happy for Bree and I to have Bodie? I was telling Bree that I... I said, t- I'll be dead. I wouldn't be able to tell you that. I told Bree that I said that we'll do it. And she actually like gave me like... The go ahead? No, pushback. Pushback? She's like, we're not even planning on having our own fucking kid. We're not equipped for this. <laughs> so you might never feel this feeling. Yeah. So who are, the god- who are the godparents? Uh, Ryan... And Steph, Amy's best friend. Okay, sure. Love them. Yeah. But they're not a couple. Uh-huh. Do you know who my godfather is? Uh, it's a director. Famous. Famous director. Uh, you know I'm not good with names. Simon Winsor. Simon Winsor. Do you know what? He directed Free Willy, baby. You know- One of the Crocodile Dundee movies. That was- Free Willy wasn't a fucking Crocodile Dundee movie. I did movie. say that. One <laughs> of the fr- Crocodile Dundee movies. As a separate point. Also, you know what I've got Elephant here? Elephant Dumbo Drop. Five oh, uh, 501 di- movie directors. I've got the book here. What's his name? Simon Winsor. Let's see if he's... Uh, oh, Andy Warhol. Wowee, look at that. Andy Warhol. G- Chelsea Girls. The poster for that's quite, Jesus, quite full on. Uh, say his name again. One last Simon Winsor. Uh, Simon. The Cup, the latest film. Okay, you keep telling Here's the a funny story. thing. I hadn't seen him in like 15, 20 years. Yeah. And I was on the red carpet. I was going to do reporting at his film premiere, yeah. The Cup. And I was like, fuck, I better give my godfather a call before I just confront him on the red carpet. So I called him out of the blue. Yeah. He's oh, Man, he's old school. We should get him on. Oh, do you know what he directed? The Man from Snowy River. Oh, that's good, isn't it? It's like one of the iconic Australian Winster? films. Winster? Winster. Uh, W-I-N-C-E-R. Okay. W-I... Yeah. Uh, I can't see My mum went to primary school with his um, ex-wife. Oh, that's cool. And so she was, she was my godmother and he's my godfather. Anyway, 
You look for that. The story yesterday, I went to pick out Bodhi. It'd be very weird if he wasn't in this book, don't you think? 501 directors and the guy who made fucking Free Willy isn't here. I don't know how to read index books, so it's very difficult. I'm sorry. I'm well, Josh, down. as the tech kid who's been on the internet since he was fucking 12 I'd years press old. press Command F <laughs> and I'd fucking type in his name. None of this fucking bullshit. Anyway, Bodhi went to pick him up from daycare. Mm-hmm. Amy was going out for dinner, so it was just me and the, me and the little man for the night. And I got there and, dude, a kid fucking seeing your face and there's something in you. It's like, it is selfish. I know it's what you've talked about. No, it's, it's like, not fucking selfish. No, no, no. But like the f- having somebody, this Love little person, you. like look at you and mm. then just fucking oh, crawl towards you. Mm. And I got down on my knees and he came towards me and he stood up and he just put his arm around me and he held oh, my shoulder and just put his face on me and just stayed there, just hugging me with his arm around. He's so small, he dude. He's like, help me. They've been eating me at the child. <laughs> it is the mo- like the feeling. I cannot fucking describe it. It's just your heart's fucking just exploding. That's why people get dogs as well, right? Yeah. Because dogs are good like that. Yeah, but I don't Not think to- it'll be the same. I think there'll be elements of it. Because people get real dog. fucking sad when I've- they're dog. But how- oh, of course. What sort of a dog owner were you? I mean, the thing is, I was always envious of my dad because he, the one that feeds the dog is usually the one that the dog loves the most. That's so true, isn't it? And so, does Bodie like you or your um, Amy? He more? loves both of us, and that's what I. Uh, he loves his mum so much because she, she made him. Who stops him cry? Uh, mum's good at it. We we both can though. But Simon Windsor isn't in this book. No, no, no. Anyway, look him up, Simon Windsor. It's my. I just want to drop that. It's my godfather. We should get him on the show. Yeah, it'd be. We could. Sure. How, how much banter like is it awkward banter with him or you get I mean you don't, don't have know. awkward banter with anyone no I think the thing about us getting guests on this podcast is going to be unfortunately <laughs> <laughs> fucking <laughs> just being a bit weird and awkward it's like no they're entering the space that we've created yeah and so it's like what are we talking about I don't know yeah. let's just fucking get going yeah because conversation flows and that's how it happens have a lot of questions about Free Willy, like about the whales and how they do it all. And I shit. do, man. He knew um, Paul Hogan. Like he's he. I know Paul Hogan. When I say I know, certainly Crocodile Dundee. Well, no, uh, like I, I actually worked on. I've worked with Paul Hogan. We did a special, um, the Paul Hogan show special. Oh yeah. And um, yeah, I was a camera assistant, so not that well. But so Shane. You- no, no, not at all. Shane Jacobson, who I am friends with, is friends with him. So well, one, one step removed. I mean, Paul and I don't have that much in common. Yeah. But I remember when the whole uh, tax. Oh, can I just leave you on this tax thing? I asked my accountant about like, oh man, he did all of our tax return shit. It was amazing. And I was like, I just want to understand this stuff more. Like we've got sort of different layers of company stuff and yeah, fucking yeah. trusts and all this sort it's of shit. I was just like, oh, I'd love to like learn, like understand this more. Can you recommend any books or resources? And he said, we've had people who have been at uni for four years and still don't understand. <laughs> so no, so true. isn't that such an awful like feeling though? Like, but I feel like there is, I'm sure if I was to go I on the ATO. I think you've gone, oh, can you tell me about um, this specific thing no, you need yeah. specific and so it's, that's the thing right it's like okay healthy stuff where the fuck yeah. do you start but if it's like I think I could go in and learn everything there is to know about yeah. discretionary trusts and then fucking yeah. asset management or some shit I think shit. what you found is the pain point for him because his business is basically doing this for others not 
he's not in the business of teaching others this stuff. Yeah. But I get it. I get it. You're just, you're annoying. I am a bit. You're fucking annoying. It's like the clients who ask, you know, who get real in the nitty gritty. Yeah. Some are great. Some are like really like want to understand the camera and shit like that. Yeah. 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 Um, But it's also nice having the other ones that just trust you and and hiring you as a service. They get out of the way to let the pro do it. It's, It's cool. Either way. Anyway. Happy Friday. Yeah, enjoy your weekend. And uh, on Monday, I guess we can talk about Bodie's birthday. Oh, yeah, first birthday party, Saturday. Is it Saturday, is it? Oh, yeah, that's Tomorrow. right. Yeah. I can't wait. Perfect. Anyway. Bye, guys. Bye.